My name is Bill. And I'm Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. It is 2024, and that means we're getting brand new offerings at our favorite theme parks. We'll discuss what's coming this year, and even some huge projects we're witnessing take shape as the year goes on. Let's hop to it. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away Welcome to 2024. You're welcome for getting this stuck in your head. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I know we already saw you guys in 2024, and uh, this is our second episode of the new year. Hey, ho. Look at us hey, go. Hey, ho. You're going to see a lot more of us, and we're going to make sure of that. But we want to talk about some of the things that we are excited about that are coming this year brand new things and then we're going to touch a little bit up about things that are coming in the future that we're seeing yes. transform before your very eyes so let's go ahead and i think we should start with the most newsworthy the most talked about mm. go on the most obvious changes when you're walking into magic kingdom which is there's a ride that you cannot get on. There is no lightning lane. There is no standby line. What? Splash Mountain is no more. You're kidding. I know this is like a year after the fact, right? But let's go ahead and let's take a little step back. And if you are not sure about what we're talking about, we are talking about Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which is going to open in Walt Disney World at Magic Kingdom in 2024. Now, where did it come from? Is this a ride that's coming from the ground up? It is not. No. Where did this ride come from? They are, well, probably have for some time, have gutted Splash Mountain. Oh, yes. And have been working diligently inside the gutted Splash Mountain to create this new attraction featuring Tiana from Princess and the Frog, a well-deserved um, addition to Magic Kingdom for Tiana, um, as she is the princess and the frog. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And so Disney's uh, Magic Kingdom is essentially the princess park. There's princess stuff everywhere. Um, so Tiana, rightfully so, is being added to Magic Kingdom officially with an attraction. And I'm really, really excited for what is coming as far as this attraction goes. Um, I am really looking forward to some of the details that were released on NOLA.com in the last week or so. Well, before we get into that, yeah, yeah, I just kind of want to fill in the blanks for people because not everybody is quite as familiar. Sure. They don't visit Magic Kingdom as often. Okay. So if you haven't visited Magic Kingdom in a while, but you, you know you like to listen to us, hear all the details... Like Bill was saying, Splash Mountain, which has been open a very, very long time. And that's going to be the ride uh, back in... what The 80s. Yeah, so it is located right next, or was located, <laughs> next to Big Thunder Mountain. And it was the ride that when you walk by it, you saw a big briar patch, lots of thorns and people screaming their heads off while they splashed down a mountain. Huh? Hence the name. And so... 
it was a ride that was really fun during the you know the summer days uh the it had been around for so long it was kind of a staple in magic kingdom but it was definitely time for you know a reimagining and so that's where tiana's bayou adventure Mm -hmm. came from it's a fantastic way to reimagine a well-loved experience because we're going to be able to take the the story of tiana tiana's story which is princess and the frog and turn splash mountain into just that it's going to be the perfect ride to ride on in the middle of the summer too and it's going to be a brand new story too it's apparently taking place after the events of the princess and the frog film but it will be featuring a lot of your favorite characters from the film um, so it's going to be really cool to see all of those characters brought to life with today's technology. Yes. So, well, let's go ahead. I'm going to go over some of the details and we can kind of talk about what we know now. Yeah. Because up until recently, we had kind of an idea of, hey, we're going to see all the our well-loved characters. Tiana is going to be in the ride, not just... She won't just be a frog. Heavily (laughs) featured. And she had a new outfit that they announced, um, which is awesome. She looks like she's about to go on an adventure. Mm -hmm. And this ride is going to pick up after the final kiss. Uh, We can can join Princess Tiana and Louis on a musical adventure featuring some of the powerful music from the film as they prepare for their first ever Mardi Gras performance. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm I'm expecting a lot of like really exciting music, like yeah. uplifting, fun. So I think this ride will be one that not only will wake you up when you're splashing down the mountain, but also the music's gonna you know bring give you all the joy. And if you haven't seen Princess and the Frog, the music from that movie is tremendous. I listen to it all the time. I love the movie, but I love the music. It's so catchy. It's so fun. And it's going to be great to be able to ride an attraction with those classic songs. Yes, absolutely. Well, one thing I want to mention is when you are at uh, Magic Kingdom right now, even though the ride isn't open for us to walk through or anything, that'd be really cool if it was. Yeah. You can see a water tower above the (laughs) the walls because the walls are only like tall person size right. like you can't jump over them they don't build 50 foot facades to block all of the all stuff of it, yeah but what you can see is a water tower and that says tiana's foods and it has the crown that princess tiana's yeah. wears on top of it it's so cool the theming it's just gorgeous and tiana in this ride is living out her dream of having her own restaurant which is tiana's palace and tiana is actually hosting the mardi gras celebration and then she realizes one important ingredient is missing. So we're tagging along with Tiana on her journey through the bayou. And we're going to help her get everything she needs to make Mardi Gras at her new restaurant a success. I think that's Sounds a great. really fun idea. I love the plot. And just picturing the ride layout of Splash Mountain, I can't wait to see like four or five different scenes that you go through and then the big drop. Um, really, really thrilled to hear that this is moving along very quickly uh, because it was announced to be coming in late 2024 when it was announced, which now we're in 2024. Um, Late, we don't know. Maybe it means August. Maybe it means December. We don't know. But it's coming this year, and that's super exciting. 
Yeah. So some of the articles I've seen have said mid-October okay. is what we're looking at. That makes sense because G- Disney does like to bring new things in in the new fiscal year, which is always October 1st. So that makes sense that it would be just after the fiscal year starts. Right. Um, so, But that means technically it's 2025, but really it's 2024. It's, it's in 2024, but right. So uh, the reason I said that is because Disney actually gave an exclusive interview to NOLA.com. Ooh. So, uh, so some of these details, or most of these details, are coming from there. Yes. As well as uh, directly from Disney. Uh, the October date, um, that's we don't have an official date yet. Yeah. So one thing that they have announced is also that the several Tiana audio animatronics that are used throughout the ride are going to have uh, advanced audio animatronics. So state-of-the-art, real faces, and that's going to be the same kind of technology that they real use in Real human pro- skin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Halloween Horror Nights yeah, type of talk right there. Yeah. But uh, you, it's the same kind of technology that's used in Frozen Ever After in Hong Kong Disneyland. Love that. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, go on YouTube, look at uh, Frozen Ever After, and look at the, uh, I can't remember the exact name, but it's the Beauty and the Beast attraction at Disneyland Paris. I'm sorry, not, uh, at uh, uh, Tokyo Disneyland. I'm sorry. Uh, it is stunning how amazing these animatronics right. are. They're not the rear projected faces like they have on Epcot's Frozen Ever After or Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, they are like s- real <laughs> synthetic skin uh, faces <laughs> that look just like the animated characters and way less kind of scary, I guess. Than, than the rear projected faces because sometimes the color is off and it makes everything look weird. Um, so I'm really, really excited to see what those look like in person. And the thing about some of the audio animatronics that we do see sometimes is that it's an audio animatronic with a projected face. Right. So you've got two different types of technology. Uh, and I feel like this is going to look so cool because it's yeah. going to look so seamless. And I believe that this is one of the first times we're going to see this kind of technology in the park in recent years. Yeah, I believe, I want to say the only non-rear projected animatronics that have come recently are the Shaman from uh, Navi River Journey right, and Hondo Onaka at uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. So I would say this is the first, then this, uh, just to kind of double back, this will be the first of the human yes. audio animatronics. Yes. Because yes. I wouldn't call either of them human in terms of the Navi River Journey or uh, uh, the other ride that you just said. Millennium Falcon. Thank you. I could not bring up his name again. Yeah. Hondo um, Onaka. That name. <laughs> <laughs> but neither of them are like human like earth humans right but they're not projected faces either (laughs) right but i just feel like there's such a big difference between giant blue alien to human who you could see walking down the street but but those animatronic faces are really impressive they're very impressive like the first time i ever saw it it was like shocking it's almost like they have real muscles that are moving in in sequence with the voice It's, it's it's really impressive so 
this is going to be great. And one thing that I, I will point out, if you get a chance, if you're like, wait a second, why are they talking about these faces so much? If you go on, I believe, Disney YouTube and you look up like animatronic Navi River Journey, I know that Disney had released some video of basically the animatronic talking to the interviewer. Correct. It was wild because it almost seemed like the real Navi was like having an interview with somebody behind the camera. They were like, oh, do we want to take this again? Like kind of like this yeah. in between takes of an interview. And it was so realistic. It was almost unnerving how real it looked. It was so real looking that it, it, it almost looked like there was a human with makeup on. Oh, like it, 100%. It was incredible. So that's the technology that's yeah. coming to this ride, which is so Best like news I'm ever. so glad that they did that. Uh, one thing that is a little different is we are also going to see an animatronic for Lewis, who's the jazz playing alligator, and he's going to be like a real real life size. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be bigger than a regular alligator. Right. If <laughs> if real alligators came that size, it would be. Florida would be very scary. I wonder if he'll be the same size as the walk around character, like the one that's in Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. I would think he'd be bigger. Yeah. Because I feel like in the movie, he looks bigger. Yeah. I got to see him in the movie scale wise next to Tiana and Naveen and see how big he actually is. And that'll probably tell us exactly how big he'll be. That Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um and then lastly, uh, what we did find out was cutouts are currently being used throughout the ride as placeholders for the animatronics. And this is so the construction inside the ride can be based off of the positioning of the characters even before animatronics um, have arrived, like are arriving to the ride. So, which is kind of a cool thing to hear like, oh, right now, those animatronics are still being placed into the ride. They're using cutouts. Like they're still building all the guts of the ride. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are. But I think it's going to be amazing. One thing that I don't think we'll be able to answer until that day. And it's kind of a silly question. But I wonder if they are going to upgrade the old Splash Mountain cameras. I would imagine so. I'm just uh, curious. The ride photos from Tron are really impressive. Right. I would imagine that you're going to get a new type of camera, or maybe even a video. You may that'd even get a so video cool. of the drop. I think that'd be fantastic. I think it's a great idea, and I'm sure they've probably thought of it. Um, so I would imagine that the uh, that the ride drop photo and or video will be upgraded. I hope so, because one thing I did notice was when we got our photos, like some of the last times we rode Splash Mountain, I did notice that they seemed to be like a lower resolution, not necessarily a lower quality, but that like compared comparing to the more recent rides. Yeah. It's it was like when you look at photos from like an old iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. So I do hope to see that. I think you're right that they'll probably put in some really cool things to remember your time going on that ride because it's also going to be so popular. And hey, they got a whole store where you can buy your photos in there. Exactly. So I'm very excited about this ride. Um, if it's opening in mid-October, I'm really hoping that we are here when it opens. Yeah, we will be. Um so, and I say that because we are, we have a, we have a trip going on. We have a date to Mexico. <laughs> yes, we do. So, uh, 
But all in all, it sounds like Tiana's Bayou Adventure is shaping up to be a really exciting part of Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So as Danny was saying at the beginning, this episode is all about uh, what we're looking forward to coming up in 2024. And we have a list of notable things that have been uh, announced, essentially. Um, and then there are a couple other things that we're going to discuss that we're looking forward to seeing the progress on. But up next, another uh, change to Frontierland at Disney's Magic Kingdom in Orlando here is the Country Bear Musical Jamboree. Ooh. Now, you might be saying, hey, it's called the Country Bear Jamboree. No, not anymore. Not it's anymore. not. That ride has closed as of January 26th. It is gone in its old state forever. It is now called the Country Bear Musical Jamboree, and that will be opening sometime in the summer of 2024. We do not have a date yet, but the old Country Bear show is now being, I guess, rewritten, reproduced, and the Bears are rehearsing a new show as we are getting ready to open that in the summer of 2024. So, Bear with us. It should be back soon. Nice. <laughs> nice. Now, some of the characters, judging by the official poster uh, for the Country Bear Musical Jamboree, have been uh, upgraded or updated, I guess. Um, some of the classic Country Bears, um, like Liverlips McGrawl, that's his, not his name anymore. He'll be Romeo McGrawl. What? Which is interesting. And he's got like an Elvis hairdo going on. Um I don't know if you can see that. But he still has liver <laughs> he ha lips. He has the liver lips, but I guess that's offensive or something. I don't know. Um, and then Big Al is Big Al, which is great. And then Henry is a cowboy hat wearing bear. There he is. Uh, Trixie, obviously coming back. Wait, Henry is the one who had the raccoon in his hat, that's right? That's right, yeah. <gasps> what happened to the raccoon? I don't know. Maybe he died. <laughs> I don't know. No way. The raccoon's going to make an appearance. Davy Crockett turned into a hat. No, in 2024, <laughs> we, we, we're we nice to raccoons. Yeah. Well, Davy Crockett still exists in the lore of Frontierland. I guess so. that's true. <laughs> Until Frontierland so gets completely changed. So Big Al is still Big Al. Big Al is still Big Al. And then Trixie. Uh, and then we've got uh, Wendell and Teddy Barra and Terrence Shaker and Ernest the Dude. So uh, details are still kind of rolling out as we get closer and closer to summer of 2024 when the Bears do debut their new show. But no longer will there be songs like Blood on the Saddle and whatever else they sing. All the guys that turn me on, turn me down, or however yes. it goes. I don't yes. know, there, I don't know this, yeah, that how one, it goes. That one. And they're actually reimagining the show to contain... Uh, country versions of classic Disney songs, like The Bare Necessities. If you go on Disney Parks YouTube, you can actually see a preview of uh, the people who are recording the music for the new attraction where they were singing like a country version of Bare Necessities. So I, this is going to make this attraction so much more... Um, What's the word I'm thinking of? So much more like, amazing that I that I want to do it. Fantastic. Yeah. Classic. It, yes. It's gonna make me want to do it so much more because it's classic Disney songs. Magnificent. Yes. Because and and I know this is probably heresy to a lot of people, 
but that attraction was awful. Oh, hang on a second. Are you saying that the attraction used to be unbearable for you? Yes. <laughs> that is that is 100% what I'm saying. I did not enjoy Country Bear Jamboree. I only saw it twice ever. And it both times I was just sitting there in awe of being like, what the heck is this? But who enjoyed it? Not me. <laughs> I did. You knew I liked it. I, I, I know. But it it is just... Good, good riddance. Okay, here's the thing. Good I, riddance. I like Country Bear Jamboree. I also like Enchanted Tiki Room. I like things that I that I believe were are like classic sure. Disney. Like, uh, I also have a weird taste where I think that the Enchanted Tiki Room under new management was the most wonderful thing. It was, and I miss it. It was so much better. But. I still think that like things like the Enchanted Tiki Room are magical. Yeah. I think they're they're so cool that they're just like very like not just Disney that you see every year that you're here over the last ten years. Like they're like the the OGs, right? So I'm very glad that they're keeping it and just giving it a facelift, a facelift, some lipstick on a pig. Yeah, the only thing <laughs> that I'm like iffy about is Romeo. Yeah, Romeo McGrawl. <laughs> Romeo <laughs> he's got like a he's got like a blonde like slick back hair let me show you on my ipad for patreons patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers but you could see maybe but also like there he is his lips don't look as big as they really are so are they going to give him like the old like he's going to get lip d filler yeah he's <laughs> is he going to get like the old la plastic surgery yeah like before and after yeah it'll be interesting to see how much they changed the character's face. But his name was Liver Lips. Liver Lips McGrawl. And his lips were like, I don't know, they look like... They were huge. They look like two, like... Plastic surgery gone wrong. I, I mean, I guess. I feel like they look like... like Kim Kardashian. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they were big lips, okay? <laughs> they were liver lips. But they were like, not just liver lips, they were like... They were kidney, liver, and spleen lips. <laughs> they were like <laughs> they, were <laughs> they were out and up on the top lip and out and down on the bottom it was like lip. A, it was like a permanent kissy face. But it was like as if the inside of his mouth was also like give you a kiss. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> give me a kiss. If you're watching on camera, you can see me trying to turn my lips yeah, inside it's out. It's pretty hideous. Don't you want to give me a kiss, babe? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I look like I look like uh, something in you know a scary movie. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you, <laughs> Romeo. <laughs> Come here, Romeo. Where for art thou, Romeo? Come here, Romeo McGrawl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure it'll grow on me. But I can't like, wait. I'm really looking forward to seeing this new show. Just because of the familiarity of that word is always so hard for me to say. Familiarity <laughs> of the of the music. You, you sound like me reading menus. <laughs> <laughs> familiarity. Familiar. Oh gosh. <laughs> See, it's not easy. Familiarity. It's familiarity. Oh gosh, we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, isn't it? My it, college is gonna call and be like, like, "We're taking tongue twister. We're taking your education back." <laughs> the familiarity of the Disney music is what I'm looking forward to the most because I love live Disney music and right. I cannot wait to see this show over the summer. I will be there day one. Here's the thing. I think people have always had like a 
a love for country beer jamboree just because it is classic and i think this is not only going to not as much as they say they did (sighs) that place is always empty (laughs) excuse me except on the last day when they had a line down to tiana's bayou adventure (laughs) Go am on. I, am I right or am I right? You're wrong. Whoa. Anyway, so Facts. as I was saying, Facts. as I was trying to say, the people who love this, they're going to find a new love for it. And the people who didn't like it because they didn't want to hear bears sing things like Davy Crockett and Blood on the Saddle. But they were like, yeah, it's still cool. I think it'll open people's like minds at, like to be able to have another place to sit down and enjoy themselves, especially in the Florida heat. It, it's classic Magic Kingdom. Like that, let's be honest, it's classic Magic Kingdom. The lines are always short, but when stuff goes away, it becomes mega popular for the last week. Um, Just like Splash Mountain. I mean, granted, Splash did have relatively long lines sometimes, but they weren't three hours like they were the last couple of days. And if you ever shut down something like the teacups, you know, that five minute wait will turn into an hour or two hours, you know? Classic Disney, when something's going away, everybody freaks out for a minute goes and does the thing as many times as they can before it closes and then everybody's sad for about a day and then it's gone so uh see you later country bear jamboree welcome home country bear musical jamboree very excited for summer 2024 and welcome romeo mcgraw <laughs> romeo mcgraw sounds like a such a drawl <laughs> yeah romeo mcgraw All right, what do we got next? All right, so we are going to shift over to SeaWorld Orlando. We are extremely excited about this next ride. A, because Danny, in a past life, used to work with penguins. Tell us a little bit about that. About working with penguins? Yeah, real quick, just not not 20 minutes, but let's let's talk about what you used to do with penguins. If if you... uh, If you get me talking about animals, I will talk to you about... She will. I've got so much animal information. Animal information and boy band lyrics is up here in the brain. And now Taylor Swift fandom. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Yes, this is is correct. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, I grew up going to SeaWorld San Antonio. Uh, First time I remember touching a dolphin was on my kindergarten field trip. One of the teachers picked me up and put me on the wall and I got to rub a dolphin's belly i remember going to the shamu shows or the killer whale shows the orca shows whatever you want to call them and crying as a kid and my Mm -hmm. parents being like what's wrong with you (laughs) are you okay Uh, because i love animals and i've always loved animals Uh, when i was in my early 20s i got hired at SeaWorld san antonio i got hired into their education department i got to work and do sleepovers career camps day camps uh and everything in between and then got hired into our uh, into other animal departments ranging from aquariums where i helped open aquatica i trained stingrays i worked in the aviculture department where i got to train and work with all sorts of birds I worked at Animal Ambassador Team where I worked with many, many species. And then for my last couple of years there, I worked with penguins, uh, four different types, well, five different types of species as well as puffins. And I loved it with all of my heart. Um, And I still love working with animals, but 
that's just not something in my life currently that is uh, just not for me at the moment. But who knows where life will take me? Maybe I'll go back at some point. Yeah. But the, the reason why we bring this up is because coming in 2024, we don't have a date yet. But supposedly, it's going to be earlier than you expect. Um, a brand new roller coaster. It seems like every year, SeaWorld's pumping out another roller coaster, which is so impressive. Well, and one thing that I do want to mention, that's just kind of like the the meat and potatoes of what I've done at SeaWorld. I was there for so long and worked with so many different animals. I, did, I also got to do research on killer whales, beluga whales, dolphins, yeah. and sea lions. So that's just kind of like the a little piece of what I got to do. But before we jump into why we're talking about SeaWorld, I do want to mention that SeaWorld is one of the companies in the world that does the most rescue and rehabilitation and does so much good for not only our world, talking about um, conservation and, and helping to protect our earth and the animals that we share it with, but literally also if there's stranded animals, manatees, turtles, dolphins, orcas, something gets stranded and needs help. SeaWorld is there to help rehabilitate it and if necessary, give it a home. And, you know, there are some people who have misguided ideas about SeaWorld and there is no company that does more for animals than SeaWorld. And so we believe here at a couple of park hoppers you know how much the company does for you know the animals and the the world that we share with them that being excited about things like roller coasters help to fund those that mission Mm -hmm. and so you if you're listening if you like animals go ride this coaster and you're going to be saving the world so win 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 Yes. So like I was saying, and coming in 2024, sometime earlier than expected, we are going to be getting another roller coaster. Like I said, SeaWorld's been pumping out coasters. We had Icebreaker a couple years ago. We had Pipeline last year. And coming in 2024 will be Penguin Trek. I race through the ice on Penguin Trek. I'm going to read the official description on SeaWorld's website uh, for you right now. It says, this will be the coolest research mission you've ever joined. Prepare for Penguin Trek, an unforgettable family launch coaster adventure through the breathtaking vastness of Antarctica. Board your snowmobile and race along with your expedition team at 43 miles per hour, navigating twists and turns and narrowly escaping the crumbling hazards of an icy cavern. Reach the end and you'll make the ultimate discovery, a real penguin habitat. This new indoor and outdoor family ride is the most immersive addition to the coaster capital of Orlando. And with the height requirement of just 42 inches, it's the perfect journey for families to share. So one thing about uh, the penguin exhibit at SeaWorld Orlando is it is super cool. And when I say super cool, it is literally cold. (laughs) There is no glass between you and the penguins. There's enough of a wall where like you can't reach in and touch them and they, they... can't jump out and get you (laughs) (laughs) or can they (laughs) uh penguins can jump pretty high so but i mean you never know they're they want to stay in their exhibit they're not looking to you know go run around the park some of them might be (laughs) yeah that is true they have big personalities (laughs) uh but because of that like 
there was a ride that existed when we moved here that we never got to go on. And from our understanding, and we talked about this last week briefly, is that the company that created the ride actually went out of business during the pandemic. So upkeep and fixing the ride and things like that just was not, it wasn't viable. Right. And so having a ride where we're getting yet another coaster that also ends in the penguin exhibit is so cool. And literally, it's right? pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome that you, you've got a family coaster. It says the minimum height is 42 inches. That's three foot six. So just about anybody can ride this ride as long as you're uh, probably over the age of four or five, I would imagine, um, as far as height goes. Also, um, it's not guaranteed, but you yes. You can also go see the penguins if you do not want to ride right. the coaster. Right. So there are ways to go into the exhibit, but this coaster is going to take you straight into that penguin exhibit. And the it says the launch takes you up to 43 miles per hour, which in the grand scheme of things, in comparison to a pipeline or Velocicoaster or Hulk, it's significantly less intense. So it's going to be a lot more fun for families. Uh, and, and I love launch coasters. I think they're the best thing ever invented because I don't like the tick, 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 slow climbs. I just like to be strapped in and just send me. Don't even let me think about it. Yeah. Um, I love launch coasters, and I'm really excited that there's another one coming. So I'm so looking forward to Penguin Trek, and it's coming up or it's coming along super quickly. Yeah, I'm also excited uh, to hopefully try to attend some of SeaWorld's festivals yeah. this year. I know one of them is... a great food festival. Yeah, I think that starts on February the 2nd, so if I'm correct. seven seas, correct? I believe so. We would have to check, but overall, we're pretty excited just to, to get to visit SeaWorld more because no matter what you're doing at SeaWorld, you're getting quality. And every time we go there, we're so impressed with the things that they offer. It's the Seven Seas Food Festival starts February second. Okay, wow, I don't know. Goes how all I the way that. through May nineteenth. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice long festival mm -hmm. too. So, uh, as these festivals start to you know come about, we're gonna have to see uh, what kind of artists we want to see because yeah. that's one of the fun things about living here, in Orlando. Plenty of opportunity for free concerts yeah. at all the parks. Absolutely. All right. So what have we got next? Up next, we are going over to Universal Orlando, not the new park, Universal Orlando, where they announced that a new DreamWorks land is coming um, in the area over by Shrek, um, not by Shrek, by E.T., uh, where the Barney, uh, like we talked about last week, the Barney uh, show and Fievel and Woody Woodpecker's coaster. Curious George. Curious George. The um, farting troll area. The farting troll area. Um, the DreamWorks Experience is what they called it, I believe, uh, where you would meet those characters in the dance party thing. All I know is that there was a, a troll that farted glitter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but <laughs> that a new DreamWorks land is coming to Universal Orlando, and this is the official statement as far as what is coming, it is not an official announcement, but it says next year, this was released last year in 2023, uh, Universal Orlando Resort will debut an all-new themed land featuring DreamWorks Animation's beloved animated characters. As guests step into this land, their imaginations will run wild as they take in the vibrant colors, sights, and sounds that surround them. 
They'll share special moments with their favorite characters like Gabby from Gabby's Dollhouse and explore themed interactive play spaces and attractions that bring popular franchises like Shrek, Trolls, and Kung Fu Panda to life in the most imaginatively fun ways. Very cool. I think this is great. I think that it was long overdue to get rid of Fievel as much as I love an American tale um, that came out like 40 years ago. Fievel Goes West <laughs> is like one of those. It's a great movie. Well, it's one of those things that when you bring it up to people. Those damn Don Bluth movies. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times people are, you can show your age by being, if you say it and people are like, what's that? The like, song Somewhere it, Out There makes me cry every time I listen to oh it. Oh, gosh, I haven't seen that in so long. <laughs> um, I feel like we should put that on our list of movies to watch. Yeah, we should. But, uh, yes, I do agree that the Fivefold Goes West slash American Tale, uh, you know, Curious George, all of those that you just named were definitely from a different generation's entertainment. Yes, for sure. Where Shrek is kind of timeless. Uh, he's got what three movies? Four oh, movies? Oh God, there might be like seven at this point. Uh, officially, I think there was three or four, and then they had the Puss in Boots and all that stuff. Oh too. yeah. So, but there's like plenty of movies where like even kids today know who Shrek is. Right. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. There are a bunch of those movies. Great. And Trolls. I know there was a movie that just came out where didn't NSYNC have a song? They did, yeah. Where everybody thought there was going to be like a world tour that went along with that? It was Trolls World Tour instead. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> they trolled us. They did. <laughs> well, when everybody was like, There's, they're going to announce a world tour, I was like, well, I don't know about that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was cool to hear their little song um, on the movie. And trolls are, trolls are cute. Trolls are really fun. Uh and what's funny is I feel like trolls actually came from our generation. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, do you remember like having trolls? Uh-huh. You, like stick the hair straight up? Yeah, but like do you remember they would have like a something on their belly? Like you could get them and it would have... Vaguely. So I don't know how it is in the movies. And we'll, we'll, we should actually watch the, the troll movies before sure. this opens. But when we were kids, you would get like a troll and like one of them might have like a red bejeweled heart on its belly instead of a belly button. And some of them were kind of like the mystery boxes where you didn't know what kind of jewel you were going to get on its tummy. So they were really, really fun and pretty. Um, And they made them even prettier now by being totally sparkly. And then they literally fart glitter, which is like (laughs) when I heard that and saw a video from Universal where there was literally glitter poofing out of the troll's butt. Like, I mean, what kids don't love that? So I'm glad they're keeping that around because I just feel like across the board, it needed to be that area needed to be redone. And they're filling it with well-loved characters for all ages. I I think it's great. I think it's a great addition to that area. It's going to bring even more people over to that area that was so kind of lacking in attendance. Um, it's utilizing space that needed to be updated. And unfortunately, the only bad thing I can think of as far as DreamWorks area goes is that the line for E.T. will probably be longer just because there'll be so many more people in that corner of the park that was so underutilized for so long, driving E.T.'s wait time down. 
So we'll e- see what happens. E.T. is amazing and deserves all the I love. I love E.T. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would go on that over and over and over again. There's something just so incredible about that theming and that cue when you're walking through the forest and just that pine smell. And it's just, ugh. So great. One of these days, I may just have to pay for a photo with <sighs> ET in the closet for us. Right. I don't I know. We, what does that cost? Let us know. Seventy five dollars. What? No, it's. I think it's what? like. It's I not, think it's, it's not Discovery Cove, Danny. <laughs> it's, I think it's like thirty. <laughs> hey, you're there. The difference between Discovery Cove and ET is ET is just like a what do you call it? Like a little. For the price we pay to get in there, they shouldn't have been charging us you, for photos. You, sir, <laughs> you got to swim with live dolphins, which we will talk about another yeah, time. Yeah, that's that's a. <laughs> Very near future episode they're going to be. <laughs> we're talking about our experience at Discover Cove, which was amazing, by the way. <laughs> we just got drastically overcharged for photos. Hey, yeah. hey, hey! Let let them wait for the. <laughs> to, this to this bag of photos was very expensive. <laughs> Very stop expensive. It, stop it. No spoiler alert. But they're alerts. great photos. No, don't show I'm going to show <gasps> you. I'm going to show you. Just kidding. Spoiler alert. <laughs> For your Patreons that, that can see us on camera right now. For the audio listeners, that doesn't mean anything to you because you didn't see anything anyway. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about that in a, in a very near future episode. No spoiler alerts, but we will give our entire uh, <laughs> our entire experience in the future. Yes. But I do not even know where... Oh, the E.T. Uh, yeah. <laughs> doll that you can take a picture with. That is not a living, breathing thing in the closet. Correct. In the store. But I still want to take a picture with it. I want to say it's like 30 or $40. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But we'll, th- we'll have to I do think it you, at some point. But I think you get a printout. <laughs> why do we get digital too? I don't know. Because that is silly. Do you know why I don't know? Because every time I think I'm going to ask for the details, I'm like, if I ask the details, I'll probably do it. Yeah. And I don't want to do it. I know there's some folks who listen to our show that work in Universal. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know if you know. All right, uh, so those are the four officially announced things that we're looking forward to that are coming in 2024. I wanted to kind of dive into two other things before we wrap up this episode. One of them is officially announced, but not officially coming until 2025, but the progress is amazing. And then the other one is a semi-official announcement made by Disney at D20 at destination D23 back in uh, in September of 2023. Okay. Um, so first, let's dive into uh, Universal's Epic Universe Park that's coming in. They announced summer 2025. It seems like the construction is coming along super fast and super impressive rate that it may open before that. Um, we haven't heard anything official as far as the park goes, as far as an opening date, but I did hear that there will be some soft openings and some annual pass holder previews prior to its opening. So we're really looking forward to hearing more about that in the near future. But we wanted to kind of touch on this because I have been following um, our friend Alicia Stella, Park Stop, Orlando Park Stop. Go follow her on YouTube. She's amazing. Um, the most detailed uh anything universal like she's the go-to you got to go check out her videos she's been following the progress of epic universe since the day they dug up the first bit of dirt and now it is so impressively far along i cannot wait for this place to open but just wanted to kind of discuss because i've been following long as well in 2024 i'm really looking forward to 
watching the progress of this park come to life. And there's so much to see already. There are four official lands or epic universes, I guess, that are coming to Epic Universe. And four, the, the four are, we've got Super Nintendo World, the first one, uh, the, the biggest one in America. They have it out in uh, Universal Hollywood as well. But it's actually going to be the largest one in the world here at Epic Universe. I'm really excited about all the rides that are coming to Super Nintendo World. We've right. got the Mario Kart uh, adventure. We've got the Donkey Kong mine carts, which is such a cool idea. In the videos, they show that basically you're riding a roller coaster on a sideways track, but then it looks like you're riding the mine cart track. And in certain spots, the track just kind of ends and it's supposed to simulate you jumping over a gap, which is so cool. What a great idea. Very like unique technology that they're using. Yeah, absolutely. So Super Nintendo World is one. There's an expansion to the Wizarding World uh, coming to Epic, Epic Universe. Um, we don't know anything about the attraction just yet. and Nothing's been officially announced. But it is, from what we've heard, based on uh, the French Ministry of Magic from the Fantastic Beasts films. Um, so I'm really... Uh, kind of intrigued to see what they do here apparently you're going to be entering the ministry of magic through a flu network which is like the throw the green stuff in the in the fireplace and, right and you end up in the ministry of magic just don't say diagonally <laughs> don't right. say that because then you'll end up in nocturne alley and that's no bueno yeah don't do that um so that's really really exciting now no. is there is it rumor about the great hall experience i don't believe it's official yet okay but supposedly there's plans for a great hall dining experience. What that consists of, I'm not sure right now. I have been talking about wanting a great you hall have. dining experience on this show and in general because I love the Harry Potter books. Mm -hmm. I've been reading them through since I was a kid. And that was one thing that I was like, wow, I really think that would be, you know, a really breathtaking, amazing experience. Yes, for sure. Um very, very intrigued by that as well. The one that intrigues me the most, though, is the Universal Monsters Land. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this ride looks like. From what we've gathered, it is a Kuka Arm attraction. If you don't know what a Kuka Arm attraction is, it is the similar technology to Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, where your ride vehicle is essentially on a robotic arm that can kind of twist and turn and, and flip upside down and whatever you need to do. Um, so an attraction that involves universal monsters in this like big, scary mansion type of thing looks awesome. I'm so excited for that. That'll be really cool. Some of the facades that are going up right now are so impressive. Um, each of the lands or the, or the worlds have portals that are themed specifically for those lands. And some of the progress of the construction is so cool. And then the fourth land that has been announced for uh, Epic Universe will be How to Train Your Dragon, where there will be um, a, a coaster, a play area, some restaurants, all kinds of fun stuff. So really looking forward to that. And then there's also a park-wide roller coaster, which is going to be awesome. It's like a dueling roller coaster um, where the, the coaster vehicles are going to like cross over each other and like 
almost kind of like dueling dragons, but not in a loop, but kind of like intertwine, I guess. Very fun. So that's going to be awesome too. We love a new coaster. Uh, one thing that I'm very excited about all of these, you know, the opportunity for new experiences and, you know, new technology. One thing that I will say is I'm really hoping that with all of this, that we see an update to Universal's technology experience. Yes. So one thing that just made my stomach drop earlier when you were talking, how you were talking about the pass holders are going to have the very first ability. Previous. Yeah. Um, currently, uh, every time I try to sign up for something through Universal with my active pass, I am not able to even when we're on the second that something drops. Yeah. And Universal can't figure out why for the last year and a half. And this time you weren't able to either. So when Epic Universe comes around, I'm really hoping that they're prepared for that because I I really want to be there when it opens. I would hope so. And I'm a little bit more on the promising end as far as that goes because from what I've gathered, construction is coming along so quickly that they may be able to do weeks and, and or months of previews. I hope so. And But it's not going to be limited to like just the people who can ride a parade float. It's going to be thousands of people at every single more so that like i would like to know that like if i log in when they open that i'm not going to be like hey whoops sorry that your pass isn't recognized because our website is overloaded because of the intense need so exactly and also with all of these things happening i would you know i think it's going to be opportunity to upgrade their technology get Um, a new app Get a new app. That's what I'm trying to say. We've been fighting with the app and I would, you know, I'm excited for all new updates. And I, I have faith that Universal is already working. They're throwing so much money into Epic Universe. They've got to have money set aside for the IT part of it. Um, The Universal app is about 5% as intuitive as my Disney experience. Uh, That's generous. (laughs) It is not a good app. And even they'll tell you it's not a good app. But by the time Epic opens, hopefully their app is completely revamped and you can do all kinds of things inside there. Um, Maybe they step up their mobile order game like Disney does. Disney has perfected mobile order. My old MySpace page did more than that app. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like it. Um, But yeah, get a new app or update it significantly because you need it. And it's going to be a much better experience for folks going to the parks, including Epic Universe in 2025, if the app is super intuitive, like it should be for a an internet company that owns Universal. Yeah, essentially. I you think know? it's I think it's going to have to with the, when you're adding an entire third gate. Yes. Like, but the thing is, we're going to have so many awesome things to look forward to. You know, if you're listening. If if that's true that we're gonna be able to see pass holder previews, get your passes now so that like you can you know be able yeah. to experience that and you're not locked out of that experience. Uh, There's also a heavy rumor, and I'm just throwing this out there because I heard it from a very reliable source that Epic Universe will not have a pass holder option when it opens officially, and that it makes sense when you think about it. Uh, they will not have a pass holder option just because the popularity is going to be so immense when that park opens that they don't want to flood it with local pass holders 
plus ticketed guests plus so it's a terrible experience when it first opens that's why that's the plan so far from what we've gathered is to have weeks and or months of pass holder previews so the pass holders can enjoy it without having to pay for a one-day ticket once it does open. And to be honest, there's enough of us pass holders to <laughs> fill the park. Right, right, exactly. And I'm hoping that if that is the case where there's no third uh, park option for Epic Universe for your pass, that day tickets are significantly discounted for annual pass holders. That's what I'm hoping for. Because... I don't want to try to I don't want them to try to make me pay like $175 to go to Epic Universe. Sorry, it's not going to happen. It it's just not. So I mean <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Like like a really steep like Florida resident rate type of thing. I'm going to guess it's going to be kind of like Halloween Horror Nights. You don't think so? Well, Halloween Horror Nights is, isn't super expensive for a day ticket. But I mean like They start at $69. I'm talking about your discount. Right, well, I'm hoping that, you know, instead of 175 it's like 89 you know, something a little bit more reasonable for pass holders. That'd be awesome. I would guess that it, I would be surprised if it's under 100 though. Yeah, we'll see. For, I mean, uh, this is all just speculation. Yeah, this is all speculation. Some, some pretty solid rumors that we've heard, um, but this annual pass stuff is definitely speculation. You, you think 89 that's what I'm hoping for. I think this ain't Sea World. It's as real <laughs> as it gets. <laughs> you know what else is wild? What? That Epic Universe is going to be the first Orlando theme park to open this millennium. Dang. How nuts is that? Also, I said Sea World because they have the most bang for your buck in every way, shape, and form. <laughs> but <laughs> um, because obviously Disney opened in 1971 with Magic Kingdom, Epcot was 82. Hollywood Studios was 89. Universal Studios Florida was 1990. How do you remember these numbers? Disney's Animal Kingdom was 1998. And then Islands of Adventure was 1999. And so this 2025 will be the first Orlando theme park to fresh open this millennium. I'm like amazed at your ability to remember remember numbers but the only thing that's I up remember here stupid stuff but the only thing that I can think of is like while you're saying that I'm like seals move around by undulating and penguins clean themselves or make their feathers yeah. waterproof by using their uropygial gland but if you ask me numbers i don't <laughs> i have no idea i remember dumb dates of things it's just oh the way my brain works your ability to remember numbers is incredible yeah. i will ask you something and you're like yes this is the number for this thing that i like did not study it's just stuck in my head and yeah. i'm like Math is hard. <laughs> I mean, it's not really math. It's more just remembering. Remembering facts. is hard. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, you remember numbers. Yeah. I remember other things. It's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, the final thing I wanted to touch on as we move on from Epic Universe. Well, go ahead. When it comes to Epic Universe, I just want to say we were ta just talking about numbers. We will find out those numbers, and as soon as we find out those numbers. We will discuss it here because we want to know those details, what it's going to be like to get into Epic Universe, how to get into Epic Universe, how much it's going to cost to get into Epic Universe. Will it cost as much as getting a new house or will we be able to get it, you know, as just a fun day? So as soon as we find out all of that information, we will be bringing it to you. Yes. Uh, so one final thing I wanted to touch on really quick, and we don't, it's definitely not coming in 2024. 
But what is coming in 2024 or this summer is D23. In August, out in California, in Anaheim, D23 will happen again. It happens every other year out in California. Then they do the destination D23 here in Orlando on the the opposite years. But the D23 in California is massive. It's this huge, like the ultimate Disney fan expo is what they used to call it. I don't know what it's the tagline is now. I think they heard that they changed it. But it, it was I'm called sure. the ultimate Disney fan expo for a long time. And generally major movie announcements or massive things that are coming to the park announcements are made at D23. But last year in 2023, here at Walt Disney World at Destination D23, it was announced that there will be a tropical America's land. Yep, August 9th, 10th, and 11th, 2024 in, in Anaheim. The ultimate Disney fan, fan event. event. So now it's called an event, not an expo. Ah, that's okay. I knew they changed something. Um, but yes, so Disney announced that a tropical America's land will be coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. There was no date given. There was no time frame given. But this is something that I'm hoping at D23 in August is kind of elaborated on and we get more details of what's coming. But uh, the Tropical America's Land will feature Encanto and Indiana Jones at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is interesting because Encanto in D23 in 2022 was originally announced as one of the blue sky ideas or the still working on it ideas uh, that were going to become part of the expansion beyond Big Thunder. And now it seems like Encanto is rather going into where Dino Land USA currently sits at Disney's Animal Kingdom as part of the Tropical Americas section. Um, as part of their research, Imagineers are looking at some of the most biodiverse areas on the planet in the regions just north and south of the equator in the Western Hemisphere, the northern part of South America stretching into Central America. New experiences inspired by Encanto, the Academy Award-winning Walt Disney Animation Studios film, and the fan-favorite adventurer Indiana Jones are being considered for the reimagined land at Disney's Animal Kingdom. What are your thoughts on this, and are you looking forward to possibly hearing more? at D23. I'm very excited to hear more. Um, the only thing I don't want is I don't want Indiana Jones to to change dinosaur. I well, that's happening. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> from, from what I've gathered, though, because Disney's... Uh, because D uh, Indiana Jones and Dinosaur are literally the same ride system. I'm aware. I have heard, though, from pretty reliable source that the one that is supposedly coming here will have its own original story versus it's not just a carbon copy of the one that's at Disneyland. So that's promising. That's great. Is it? You're making a face. Is it though? <laughs> I, I think it's great. I love Indiana Jones. I'm very excited. Well, that's nice dinosaur, for you. Dinosaur is great. That's great for you that you're excited. <laughs> dinosaur is great. I love it, but it's on the path to extinction. You're welcome. I don't like that at all. <laughs> We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. We made it. I knew you would. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm very much hoping for something different because I like Indiana Jones. I think Harrison Ford is a national treasure. I, 
also think that they're... Nicholas Cage is a national treasure, too. Mm, negative. Uh, speaking uh, of national <laughs> treasure, I'm so sad that Disney Plus canceled that show because it was so good. Oh, yeah, you did like that Boo. show. Boo, Disney Plus. Bring back like, national treasure. I was like, what show are you talking about? I, that was a that was an interesting show. It was great. It's very dramatic. Loved it. It was like, oh, no, somebody got pew-pewed. And then it was like, oh, wait, are they unalive? No, they're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. And they saved the day. Wow, so much drama. Yeah. Uh, so Harrison Ford is a national treasure. Uh, end of story. And I just want <laughs> Dinosaur to stay. Um, as for anything else, um, I think Encanto would do fantastic. I did see uh, that Encanto, if I remember correctly, Encanto was the most streamed Disney movie in 2024, followed by Moana. Moana was first. Moana was first. Moana was first. Encanto was second. Ah, see you with the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> but it, but it's it's amazing because Moana came out in 2016. It's almost like they should build an attraction for Moana at somewhere at Disney World because it's still so popular eight years later. I know the the soundtrack is fantastic. It's amazing. Uh, the you know the what is it the drawing um, the uh, give me the yeah. words um, the way they, the, animation, the animation. Thank you. And and Encanto was so much better than anyone ever expected it to be. And it never got the the run it, it should have gotten because of COVID right. in the movie theaters. Right. I wish they'd re-release it because I'd love to go see it in theaters. Right. I, yeah, I'd I, love to see that movie on a big screen. It's such a beautiful film. I think it came out before we had our A-list. It did, yeah. So we never got to see it. Uh, that's one thing I'm the most excited about because of the potential to have something that is just so beautiful because the colors in that movie are just there's so much joy and color and life in yeah. that movie that they could very much pull off the screen yeah uh except for gaslighting grandma boo <laughs> no nobody likes you <laughs> a whole abuela hey <laughs> uh so in kanto what else did you say we said to zootopia right uh no so zootopia is coming to Walt Disney World's Animal Kingdom, but it's not to that area. It's going to be the new show inside of the Tree of Life. Oh, that's right. For some reason, I remember watching D23 and them talking about something for Zootopia in that area. Yeah. But it was like a blue sky, like, hey, cool. Wouldn't it be cool if this was maybe here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There uh, was pe people speculated about Zootopia Land, but Dino Land USA is not big enough for that. I'm just curious what that whole land is going to look like once it gets re... Um, just re imagined i guess you would say i can't wait because there is nothing weirder at disney world to me than having all this incredible theming all over walt disney world resort and especially in animal kingdom and then you walk around the corner in asia and there's a roadside carnival <laughs> just just I mean, plopped in the middle of all this amazing theming you're it not, never made sense to me and it needs to go you're not wrong but when i say that i mean the restaurants there are bars over there there are animal exhibits that are themed to that you still have all of the dino land um all of the carnival stuff and then you have dino land usa you've got the uh great not grave uh thinking haunted mansion you have the uh what is it the like the where you can like, it's dig, like a sand like pit. Dig up the dinosaurs. Yeah. What is that called? It's called like a bone, uh, boneyard. Paleontology. Yeah. It's like boneyard though. Yeah. Basically where like kids can go in and like dig up the bones. Yeah. Uh, it's cute. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it's so much more than just like one tiny area and the amount of 
change that will happen. Good. It will be a lot. But also, Indiana Jones wouldn't fit over there. That was always kind of a weird choice to me, to put it Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I I didn't really understand the choice of that outside of the fact that Dinosaur exists and it's the same ride system. Right. Um, That made sense, but that's really the only thing that made sense to me as far as putting Indiana Jones yeah. in there. Um, Encanto makes sense because there's animals in that movie everywhere. Um, Antonio is going to be the star of that whatever land we open up for Encanto. I would there. love to see an Antonio meet and greet but with like birds. with birds. Yeah. Or like have animals that like come in and like for macaws or like any birds that they have at Animal Kingdom give the birds enrichment and they, I know that they already get all of their needs met. They get plenty of enrichment. But how cool would it be to like bring birds out so that they could yeah. like do something new and cool? Maybe move the feathered flight friends or whatever it is over to that new area. Yeah. Uh, we just saw that show the other day and it's it's very funny, very cool. Uh, but yeah, there's so many opportunities to use those movies mm-hmm. and these very well-loved movies and bring them to life in the parks. Yeah. Is there anything else from D23 that we are expecting? Uh, honestly, they didn't announce much officially as far as D23 goes. So I'm expecting them to ramp up their announcements, official stuff uh, here at D23. Because let's be honest, at D23 2022, it was a lot of blue sky stuff. A lot of really cool ideas that they shared with us, but none of it was official. And then Destination D23... Really, this was the only thing that was closer to official. Um, so I'm hoping that at D23, 2024, so many numbers, um, that they are more solid. D2024. Yeah, they're more solid with the stuff that they're announcing to get people hyped because Epic Universe is coming and it's going to happen in 2025. They've got to combat the hype a little bit to keep people interested in the Disney product and keep people wanting to come to Disney versus going to somewhere like Epic Universe. So D23, 2024, make it happen. Let's do it. Announce some stuff. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for, like you said, very like solid concrete announcements that we get hype about. I want to hear more about the e-ticket attraction out at Avengers Campus. I want to hear more about that. Um, I want to hear something for Walt Disney World because the only thing that's official right now on the books is Tiana's Bayou Adventure and Country Bear Jamboree. Here's the thing. I feel like we're at a point where I'm hoping for a parade announcement this year. Yes, that that would be awesome. We we went and saw uh, the Festival of Fantasy and I know you've seen it plenty of times and it is a very lovely parade but it has been here for like it, ju- it just entered its 11th year. And it's just, it's time to... Mm-hmm. to Play the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to change it up. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what, but as long as it's not... Uh, what was the one that w- was rumored to come here for a minute? The Main Street Electrical Parade? Yeah. As long well, as that's a, a nighttime parade. Yeah, but as long as that, like... As long as we have a... D- I would like another daytime parade. How about this? How about what we know out in Disneyland? Uh, we close Magic Happens, okay, and send it here. How about okay, that? Okay. How about that? I want Magic Happens, Mickey, at 
Magic Kingdom. That's the color of my hair now. It's blue yeah. and purple. I don't know if you can see it you on can't the really screen. See on the camera, you but can... it's blue and purple and dark. It's. I know. I I never realized how dark my hair was yeah. until I put color in it. Because it was very very brown before, but now it's like closer to black. I think the color just offsets, yeah. like, which was surprising to me. I like it. Thank you. You're welcome. It was scary. It was the first Ooh. time I ever dyed it. Yeah. I like came home and I was like, ah, what did I do? Danny made a killer TikTok with it too. You're gonna see that really soon. Yeah. Look what you made me do. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. Hint, hint, wink, wink. But, but yes, we've got like things to be excited about in 2024. Yeah. Oddly enough, it doesn't feel like a ton that's official. No, it's it's not. And so that's why I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're cooking up at, uh, at D23 in August. And hopefully there will be some more solid stuff that's announced for the future. Um, not in the international parks. They need to start bringing stuff here um, to Florida. Be fair to Florida. Uh, Disneyland has gotten a lot of new stuff in the last few years. And so we're hoping that, um, and granted, yes, we had Remy's and Guardians and Tron and, and all that stuff, but Remy's and Tron were both from other parks. They were just kind of copied and pasted here. It just doesn't really feel like we have had something brand new, exciting outside of Guardians in a long time. So uh, D23, make it happen. Bring the heat. Yeah. Overwhelm us with official announcements, yes. please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so that's going to kind of do it for uh, this episode of things that we're looking forward to in 2024. Last week was all about the year that was 2023. We kind of recapped all of the theme park uh, news, or the major news from 2023 in last week's episode as our first of the new year. Uh, we are back big time. Yes. We, we are back and more regular. Uh, we are, will not be going away again. We had tons of visitors. We got sick. All kinds of crazy stuff happened. We recapped it in last week's episode. Go listen to that on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, however you listen to your podcast. Go listen to that um, recap of 2023. If In case you missed it, we literally touched on every major thing that happened in the theme parks in 2023. And this episode, obviously, was what we're looking forward to in 2024. Yeah. Also... You know, give us some props because right now we are still working on opposite schedules. <laughs> yeah, we are. So as these episodes are coming to you, no, we are w making sure that this is fitting in every week. Um, we got stuff going on behind the scenes that mm -hmm. we're excited about that we're not going to tell you until it happens. Yeah. Because that's the way we operate. And we, we want you to be uh, surprised at all the exciting things. Right. And because of our opposite schedules and our weird timing, it is currently 12.06 a.m. as we're recording this. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> yes. But at least uh, these days I have to work at 10 and not uh, yeah. 8.30. And I'm off tomorrow. Woohoo! Yeah. But uh, I'm excited for the things that we do have that are coming. Uh, I'm excited to meet... Romeo McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> you here? <laughs> you here? Uh, and I'm excited for some of the things that we actually have going on next weekend that maybe we should announce later on this week. Sure. I think we should announce it later on this week. We don't know exactly what we're doing yet, but we can we can hint at it. I think I we guess. can hint at it. Yeah. Yeah. We've got an event coming up yes. next weekend. Yes. 
that we were invited to. Yes. Which is super exciting. Yes. Um, do you want to say what it is? No. Okay. I want we, we shall wait. Keep an eye on our socials and yeah. we will make an announcement. Uh, but a, if a you, large mega, if you will. But if you are on Patreon, you will be the first to hear about it. We are not conning you. <laughs> anyway. Hint, 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 wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Giving away the farm <laughs> over here. Whoops. This jokesta. Oh, Romeo McGrow. <laughs> oh, Romeo McGrow. Oh, where art thou, Romeo McGrow? You're unbearable, <laughs> Romeo. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, um, just bear with me. Come ho- on. Hopefully you bared with us through this entire episode. Uh, we really do appreciate you guys so, so much. We'll be back next week uh, with another episode. Uh, we'll let you know as soon as we figure out what that episode is going to be but like we said also earlier in this show we're going to have a, a recap of our time at discovery cove coming to you really really soon it may be next week we're not really sure yet and no more pauses from us get it like bear pause people are gonna have to claw their way through this episode ah! <laughs> and on that note <laughs> thanks for joining us today <laughs> and we will see you around the park see you later Thanks for listening to a couple of Park Hoppers podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll we'll see see you around around the parks. parks.